Switzerland Monroe. Welcome to the C Barnacle Show. I'm your host, Ripley with an I, and Magenta Ravencroft. So how are you doing today, Switzerland? Uh, it was hot earlier when I first got here, like super hot, and that wasn't fun. But since then, it's cooled off. We're inside now. We've gotten prepared for everything. So that was exciting. You guys were uh, building something for your garden, right? Yeah, so we're just building a frame to put our shade cloth on because it's getting really hot and sunny. It's getting super hot. It's like 90 degrees, feeling like 100 and something, more than likely. Well, yeah, it was 91 today, but it felt more like 100. That's the humidity being over 100%, I feel like. can never escape that humidity. I thought it was going to be cooler here than in Houston because it was like, away from Houston, but still, it's just as humid and just as irritating. Well, yeah, it's because of our soil is like clay, so all the water just, like, bowls up. So we have a lot of bug problems because of, like, all the still water, and it kind of sucks. So lots of flies. And I see y'all got a pond, you can, uh, a little pond you got over there? Yeah, so what he's talking about is we built a little eight-row garden we're putting a shade cloth over it, and we also built uh, probably goldfish. Goldfish? Goldfish or koi or bass. I feel like... A little tiny bass <laughs> that we catch in the other pond. Bass. I was thinking you should put like a little frog in there, but then I was like, if you put one frog, it'll be like tons of them. There's millions of frogs around here. I don't know. We have like those little green ones. You can put a little tiny special, but then, no, if you do the little tiny special frog, that'll make it a specialized niche, and then you'll make all sorts of ecological problems happen that you don't want to have. And do you have enough resources to be able to stop those animals from being evasive species? No. Look at all those red line turtles that you see around. They live everywhere in all the ponds. You can't even go fishing at the little fishing ponds that they have in the parks. Because they're freaking everywhere, eating the fish for no reason. Yeah, yeah, turtles suck. I mean, I like them, but you don't have to just kill things for no reason. Come on, man. Like, live with this as an ecosystem. Do your part. Don't be invasive. Yeah, the you know what the placosmith is? Explain to people. The armored catfish, the suckered fish thing yes, that people indeed. get. The, that's uh, like the most invasive fish in Texas because everyone <laughs> just releases them and then they just breed like crazy. And that's the problem with a lot of the like f- species that we have. Like people get things as pets. And that's what happened with the turtles. Uh, yeah. Ninja turtles came out and people were like, oh, I'm gonna get a turtle. And they were like, you know, this is a lot of work. And this thing doesn't really love me. Let's release it. It can't <laughs> love you. It's a reptile. It doesn't even love itself. It's like, oh, look, Cats the Musical is out. Everybody go buy a cat. That sucked. (laughs) That did suck. And then the movie sucked even worse. (laughs) It's like, how do you you follow up a terrible musical with a terrible movie thing? I I don't think you're allowed to be able to have more than one terrible thing 
based on your product. You have to have a good, at least one solid foundation. Well, the first one's got to be good. That's the thing. I mean, there's, I mean, there's probably some things out there that the number two is the better. Like maybe Empire is better than New Hope, but Ninja Turtles New Two Hope is better than the first one. Yeah, but it's still Ninja Turtles One and still New Hope, which are both really, really good. I'm talking like, could you have just an absolutely terrible first movie? or whatever product and then have like a really good one. I feel like you rebrand and then you come out like, you know, you change the name. So you kind of like, but I'm talking about, you don't change the name. Hmm. I don't think that, I don't think there's anything that exists to be yeah, honest with you. Cause if you start off shitty, then why would they want you to make, why a would sequel? they try? Like, why would they like people would be like, we already know you suck. Why are we going to try again? <laughs> I guess the idea. first, well, at least in video games, the first example would be new man's sky or what, or no, man's no sky. man's sky. I've been playing. Man. Cause it was really terrible at first. But it then really it got, was. It, it got was... better. That's why I bought it because it was like ten bucks at the time. Because nobody, it was so horrible and it was completely different than it is now. It's actually kind of fun to play now. And like a lot of games are like that. The the Tom Clancy Division is like that. Yeah, I mean, practically every new game is like that these days, where they release it like terrible and broken and then they use like the customers as the beta testers <laughs> essentially <laughs> and then they update it as it goes along i mean that was the whole point for anthem and then i don't even think that's a game anymore nah i, I think so it was either. supposed to be it was supposed to be a game that lasted 10 years and it lasted not even a year <laughs> and during covid where it's seems like an opportunity that any video game could have been good. What about that cyberpunk shit, yo? Like, I haven't tried it yet. I haven't either, but apparently on the PS4 it had a whole lot of bugs. On the PS5 it had a lot of bugs, but PS4, it was like specifically designed for the PS5, so it can't well, actually it's supposed to be made on a PC, so the PC version runs the best. Followed yeah. by the PS5. The PS4 one is like buggy and fucked up and uh, your dicks out and all this stuff, like all this crazy stuff on the characters and all of that. Apparently, they're putting out patches to make it better. But I mean, I'm thinking about it though. Like when when was it where a game didn't have like terrible bugs? Like <laughs> yes, like every game, um, like especially since the internet, I feel like games have just started out buggy. When in the past, if you like had a buggy product, then people would be like, no, like, you know, obviously there's glitches in like the old games and like Zelda and stuff. But yeah, if you couldn't, if they were like buggy like they are now, no one would have bought it. No, they would have been like, nah, screw you. 60 because 60 dollars in like the 80s and 90s was like a lot of money. Hell yeah, compared you, to now. No. Like sixty then is probably like a hundred twenty now, yeah, hundred fifty. Think about people when was it that Atari that that Jaguar came out? It was like six hundred dollars in like the early nineties. Neo Geo was like five hundred dollars. That was dumb. That was crazy. Six, six, I know. I think it was more than that. I want to say it was like maybe seven hundred. 
for well i mean because i was i was so young when it came out so i don't really even remember but like that's the only retro one that i would want because it could like the arcade style games on that shit was amazing hey you know they have some uh new uh arcade machines that they came out with recently. yeah don't they have a neo geo arcade they have yeah. some and, they, and plus they have uh more street fighters who come out uh there's uh the the turtles in time they made that one one you can get your mortal combats uh but the turtles in time one is a new one that one just came out i thought that was pretty cool that was one of my jams oh the simpsons game that, that's one too now that was i remember there's a laser tag place in old town spring that had the Simpsons game when I was a kid. Yeah, that yeah. was that was that was my jam when I was a kid. Yeah. It was so cool to play. That was that. the best game ever. If you know, it was just like a basic uh beat 'em up. Which yeah. is what most of it was a quarter swallower. You just get in there and it's like, oh you fight and then you just yeah. get your ass kicked you you barely Dude, have any energy. <laughs> like people think games are ripoffs now like think about how much of a ripoff the arcade shit was like yeah <laughs> like com- like it's completely like people would probably spend 20 dollars in quarters in like the 70s so you probably wouldn't even get through the whole game still you wouldn't be you wouldn't even get close to being the game and then 20 dollars then you know is probably like I don't know, maybe like sixty to eighty dollars now. He's damn near close to buying the actual game itself. You might as well have just done that. Well, I mean, everything in the set, like everything technology wise back then, was like super expensive. Yeah, because because it was the early uh, editions of it, and they was just getting to understand. And honestly, and I think they just did it to like fuck people. <laughs> to be honest, well, no, I guess they. They didn't have China to make everything back then, so they, I guess they had to make it themselves. That's because they didn't have enough children at the time to be able to put them in a factory to make all of those things. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's true. I mean, China is like that. Even today, they have slave camps. No one really cares, but anyway... Oh, I mean, we we America has slave camps. They're called massage parlors. I mean, yeah. why do you think Deshaun Watson is in trouble because he thinks every masseuse is a prostitute? Oh gosh, <laughs> it's, it's going to be that kind of episode today. <laughs> we we just got started and we've already said some, some edgy ass shit. <laughs> we're, we're gonna get canceled. Again. But it's the truth, though. Like, like why else? Would Deshaun think that he can have forty four plus masseuses and that be an okay thing? <laughs> like hey, there only has there's only one explanation because that's just how, what he thinks is the normal status quo. Hey, why don't you have a normal celebration like having a food festival? We were talking about a restaurant that I saw that just opened up in the Heights, and I want to talk about it. And you told me that you actually supplied, helped supply them with microgreens and such things, right? Um, it was called Homestead Breakfast, Lunch, and Later at Market Heights. Yeah, 
I don't I don't know what food they serve, to be honest with you. I know you're the big time guy person, man. Yeah, the chefs want no, I'm just kidding, I'm not that important. I can look up what they serve and tell people why you explain what type of things you deliver usually. Some pea shoots. Pea shoots. Pea shoots are good. I mean, yeah, you, they're uh, good. gave me some one time. Ooh. Apparently they serve breakfast all day. That's their that's the big deal with them. So if you ever want that's all good. day breakfast. I want crepes and and beignets and you want they got beignets. They definitely have beignets. They got beignets and churros and cinnamon French rolls. French toast. And you can get a pastry board. Ooh. Uh, the charcuterie board, but it's a pastry but board. pastries, yes. That's pretty cool. So they probably have like a bakery, I suppose. They do. They have things ranging from yogurt parfait to breakfast tacos to chilaquiles. Cajun crab cake Benedict. Ooh, that's fancy. You can get a big old breakfast board. You, it comes with six eggs, cooked any style, andouille sausage, crispy bacon. I want one egg scrambled, one egg sunny side up, one egg over easy, one egg over medium, one egg over hard, and one raw egg. <laughs> you must like nipples drunk across your meals before they serve them to you. <laughs> that would piss me off if I was the cook and I saw something like and not not only that, but could you imagine if you had like 20 people order some shit like that? Oh my gosh. Oh, people do <laughs> shit like that. But some people that order that, that's that's not very nice. Well, I don't know. Maybe. That's not very No, people do that and you know they do. It's not nice. No, I'm saying it might not be that hard. That means you have to cook. Think of it, if you order that for like two gigantic groups. If it's like like Six like may, if it was like one person and then one person and then you know what I'm saying they just kept doing it at the same time you have 20 additional people ordering regular stuff so that you have to like stop and specifically do one thing that's like what really sucks when you're on the line when you have to do all like that specialty shit sometimes this is yeah this is definitely not for one person we're looking at 6 eggs Sausage, bacon, buttermilk waffle, four cheddar scallion biscuits, four sweetly stuffed biscuits, watermelon, and assortment of berries. Homestead. Yeah, I'm down. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go tomorrow. Gravy, four house mimosas. That whole area is under construction, and I think it's going to be pretty cool. They have like offices and other venues and places that you could purchase and turn into a store. There's lots of empty. The only thing is, it's kind of in like a bad location. Like it kind, of, it, getting to it, it's kind of like complicated depending on like where you live. Like if you live on like the east side of of North Shepherd, mm-hmm. it's kind of a bitch to get to. But if you live on like the regular Heights side, it's mm-hmm. not that bad. It's just because that Shepherd is so so weird. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, Where, like yeah. it's got like it's like the overpass. Yeah, I know. I know. You got to go like underneath it, no, and like it's that. designed really poorly. There's 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 so many pockets of Houston that are that are like that. <laughs> exactly. <clears throat> that are just like, it, well, every time I leave that area, you have to merge from like I, I forget what that street is, but onto North Shepherd. 
and it's like you can't even see behind you because they like made it so that you're like merging literally as people are coming down from a bridge and you're like merging in it's like who thought of that like what idiot thought that was a good idea i bet there's accidents there they all probably the time. were tired and were ready to go home I was like look just merge it i feel like a while ago there was like when i was younger i feel like there was probably tons of accidents there and then they use a poor remedy, like they'll just stick a stop sign or stick a, like, <laughs> a stick a traffic light in there, and <laughs> make it work. There you go, traffic. St- stop randomly after making you go sixty miles an hour. <laughs> that sounds like San Felipe. Anywhere on San Felipe, it's just like terrible intersections after terrible intersections. Yes. That just make absolutely no sense. And you're like, why did you design them this way? <laughs> I think somebody was, I think a lot of times they pick people to build it and then pro- they probably didn't pay them right. And then so they, they made it like that. And then hired another person. And it was just like, oh, yeah, I'll take it. I need the money. But then they made it like an asshole. I was like, oh, you already paid for it. It's already done. Peace. And then they're like, you know what? It's fine. This, 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 this is keep it this way. Because the one thing about delivering, like literally in every section of Houston, I'd have to say River Oaks is probably the most furiating <laughs> like area, <laughs> especially especially at San Felipe and like Briar Glen or something like right past the River Oaks district. Yeah, I know you're talking about. Like if you're trying to turn left in that area, just go. Oh luck. my god, luck, no! Like, like you, it's better to turn right and then go to just a make light several makes just make just, several rights until you end up left. <laughs> you know on you know on San Felipe where the train track is. The train track. Oh, why are you going over there by the train track? Well, that's how you get to like West Gray and stuff. I, I try to stay away from that area. Yeah, it's, it's terrible. Our, it's, our, <laughs> it's so bad. And there's I, there's so many trains on my also, side of town anyway. Why? Well, I also go to the country club. Country club's on the other side of the tracks on San Felipe going east. So it's like that whole area, like I said just seconds ago, like that whole road is just terrible intersection after terrible intersection, just tons of people. Because lots of people live in that area or want to be in that area because it's nice. I love how they've just put random railroad tracks in the middle of like areas everywhere, that are heavily everywhere. populated. <laughs> you know, it's especially in a heavily populated area. They're just sticking it randomly in the middle Thank, of like the busiest no zoning laws. That's you ride down TC Justice, like oh bam, here's a train and, and another like, train <laughs> and a train that intersects with a train. Well, I don't know if that exists, but it probably does somewhere. I think maybe over in like the third ward or something. Like, oh, I'm gonna go near the Washington area. Trains over there. It's like, dude, why how? Why are there trains here? It's like <laughs> why? And then they hold up everything. It's like an adventure because you never know how long the train is gonna be. Sometimes you'll sit there for like fifteen, thirty seconds, and you're like, "Oh, that was a nice train." And then the side, like thirty minutes. <laughs> and then you just never know when it's gonna happen because it Dude. might be on a sunny day. It could be in the middle of you trying to get to work. It could be eleven p.m. and nothing's happening on a Monday, and you get stuck at that train, and it's like five minutes of train, and you're just like. What are you trying to Have you ever had them stop on the tracks? Yes. 
Whoa, um, it's the most infuriating thing yeah. in your life. Well, that's them changing drivers. I didn't like, know that, but I don't that happened to me Hurry like it up. two days ago. I was going from emancipation from Acadian Coast trying to go to downtown. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, Jesus Christ. So I had to like literally make a gigantic circle around it. <laughs> to get to get back into downtown and when i got into downtown you could actually see behind you and the train was still there <laughs> sitting in the exact and i used to live in buda texas just south of austin mm-hmm. same shit happened all the time there's a train track that that's how you pronounce that buda yeah and i they, always thought it was buda <laughs> yeah they get mad if you say that <laughs> um but there's a train that goes literally splits the town in half and like all the time it stopped on the train track and so you like you're just like and trust me like well, maybe now it's different, but then you had to literally go like thirty minutes around the train because there was no like, oh my god, like every like side road, like the train was there, so you like had to like take all these random back ass roads around, and you had to go to like Kyle and then come back up. It it was bad. Oh, Trains suck. Trains are cool, but put them in areas where it makes sense. It makes me smile inside myself that you said that people get pissed off when you say Buddha. How mad do they get when you say They get really upset. (laughs) That's awesome. But I'm glad that I learned how to say it properly because I've always wondered if if that's how you said it. It's all right. I, I liked it. It was pretty cool. I lived next to Cabela's. That was chill. Oh, yeah? So I'd go to Cabela's all the time and they had a um kitchen. They had a kitchen. Yeah, like a hotel class kitchen. Oh. It was huge. How huge was it? Hotel class kitchen is like cuz I I go to many different ones including uh country clubs too. And you have to remember that they're serving breakfast, lunch, dinner, snacks. You know, whatever. And it's like a really nice hotel. Like, they're always pumping out food. That's true. Like, because they, because usually, like, at the Driscoll, the Driscoll has, like, a restaurant in, in a bar inside of it. And that shit's amazing. Like, go to the Driscoll <laughs> if you ever have a chance. And that's in Austin on 6th Street. Man, I haven't been to 6th Street and Austin and all that in so long. I don't know. Maybe I need to go to other streets. In- other streets. <laughs> <laughs> well like all the 6th street is like where all the party people are and then like I feel like 5th street's like all like the weird clubs and then like f- like 4th street is like like the closer you get to the river the more like like high class it is cause like the 4 seasons I think is on the like literally on the river and that shit ooh, I had avocado toast there Bro, the avocado toast at the Four Seasons in Austin was amazing, and it was like twenty dollars or something like that. Damn! It was, but it was it was so good. It's been a while since I've had some avocado toast or desired to have avocado toast. I like avocados and I like toast, but I don't know if I like them together. You have to do it right. 
you can't like just regular avocado toast these days just doesn't do it anymore it has to be something special <laughs> it has to be something special how what do you do to make your avocado toast stand out from the other avocado toast put a deviled egg on it you put a deviled egg on it why not hmm that's some fancy schmancy stuff huh what do you put in your deviled egg do you do anything special to it or you just make a regular ass deviled egg paprika Paprika, damn. Paprika. Paprika. That's the secret ingredient. Also, I feel like that should be the secret word. Ah! The secret word. Ah! <laughs> and with that note, we'll be back after this. There's a little fjord by the meadow where the folk like to gather and pick berries, go swimming and fishing. And we want to preserve that. Leif Erikson, Scandinavian Recycling. All right, and we're back. And, of course, our favorite sponsor, Leif Erickson, provides us again with something cool. So we have some beer tasting here with Urban South Brewery here in Houston, Texas. They're down on Oliver Street, 1201 Oliver Street. Oh, that's pretty cool. So this first beer I got is a Pilsner called Tighten Up. Tighten Up. Let's see. Let's do some research on some Tighten Up if they've got it. Have you ever been to this brewery before? No, I was given this beer as a gift from someone. That's pretty cool. So I was like, well, you know what? We'll taste it on the cast. Okay, Tighten Up is a Pilsner. It has 4.8% alcohol by volume. They say it pairs with good times and good friends. Also, what's pretty cool is there is another Urban South Brewery, and it is in New Orleans. I would give out what street it is on, but I am not going to try to pronounce that. 1645. What was that? T-C-H-O-U-P-I-T-O-U-L-A-S. Chipilugalas. Yeah. Street. Chalupa. <laughs> 70130. So if you ever find yourself in New Orleans and you want to visit their brewery there, you can you can do that. You can also go to info at urbansoftbrewery.com or htx at urbansoftbrewery.com. They have tap rooms. That's pretty cool. It's pretty good, man. It's pretty good. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of harsh. I don't find it so harsh. I just think it's it's just what a Pilsner is, man. It's just Pilsnery. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we had some other Pilsners on that were really, really good. This one's okay, I guess. I will admit, it is a heavier of a Pilsner than we are uh, accustomed to. Yeah, it's to. more like it's like a Pilsner, but like on the ale side. Well, it's probably it's because it's probably because it's German, baby, and you know they gotta make it so that you can it's eat extra, with it. Extra German alcoholness. Are you hungry? Drink this beer. <laughs> Boom. I mean, it's all right. I mean, is it better than the run of the mill gas station pilsners? Of course, but I don't man. think Batman has this in his mini fridge. Yeah, I mean, I'm not trying to be mean. I'm just like, I'm just like, okay. Now, now I'm trying to wonder, okay, is this, is, is this why they gave this beer to me? Because <laughs> it's just like, okay. This is really Like, it, it's beer. not bad. It's just nothing to, like, write home about. 
So hopefully the other ones are better. Yeah. 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 I mean, you can only go up from here. I hope so. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, man, don't be afraid. It's just, it's a pilsner. So this next beer is called Bird on a Wire, a D-I-P-A for double IPA, I suppose. What in the hell is a double IPA? I wish it told you like the IBUs. That's the one thing I know, you that gotta I like look, about you craft it beers. It's like six point six percent alcohol by volume or so. It's like on the green side. It's got like a shade of green. Oh, it is. It, it is kind of green. What in the hell? What the hell is that? I don't know how I feel about that. Help. <laughs> so the, it's essentially it's a double ale that hasn't been filtered hmm. is what that is. Interesting. It's really frothy. Coming along a single song about frothy dog. I kind of like that. Yes. I think that's pretty good. It's better than I thought it was going to be. The, the frothiness has a layer of like sweetness to it so it doesn't have that bitterness that you usually get when you have an it's kind of like a um it's kind of like a guinness kind of like in that realm like the like really thick and creamy type of uh ale or whatever but it's not as but it's not as thick as guinness is well yeah i mean i'm not talking about flavor profile i'm talking about like you know texture and viscosity and it's got that similar type like creaminess to it. It's really, really good actually. It's like I thought the Pilsner was pretty bad. This is actually a really good beer. <laughs> yeah, the double IPA is really good. But this one this one will sneak up on you. Oh yeah, because this this is like a beer because it, it doesn't have the bite of a normal IPA that you could just chug this. I mean, I wouldn't recommend doing that. But I mean, if you're brave and but you could, like, if you're a hardened IPA person, this would be one that you could just like keep drinking. It's that good. I like this one a lot. This one gets the Ripley stamp of approval. (laughs) The first one does not. Birds on a wire. Birds on a wire. Let's see what the ABV is. Yeah, the the labels really don't have any information on them, which is kind of which is really sad because a lot of the best craft beers I had give you like all the pertinent info. This one is seven point five percent ABV. Yeah, no wonder I'm I'm like feeling kind of kind of drunk. And so this one is I want to ride my bicycle. It's got it's got a gear bike on it. It looks like. Okay, so yeah, this one is 7.5% alcohol, the birds on the wire, and this one's called I Want to Ride My Bicycle. This is an interesting name in and of itself. This one's got kind of a green tinge to it, but not as bad as the double IPA. This one is 6.6% alcohol. So the original one tightened up was 4.8. Some this is pretty good. This reminds me of Crush Crush City a little. Yeah, like kind of like a slightly more watery version of Crush City. <laughs> I'm I'm being serious. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. It does taste like that. <laughs> it does. It's not bad, but I think I would prefer my Crush City over 
obvious. It's not. It's not bad. It's not as bad as the Pilsner, but it's. <laughs> but I mean, the Pilsner is not bad either. It's just I, I just don't. Like it's weird. I feel like the Pilsner had more bite to it than these IPAs. So does this one get the Ripley stamp of approval? I mean, it's all right. So no. Well, I mean, it's not a yes or a no. It's just it's all right. It's a good beer, but I'm not gonna say like because I prefer that double IPA. That's what I'm saying. Okay, <laughs> like I'd so, wait. What I'd much rather have that one. So, so your rating system is the Pilsner does not get the Ripley stamp of approval. The double does get the Ripley stamp of approval, and then the regular IPA is like yeah, whatever, go over there. I like the double. That one tasted really good. I like the creaminess. I think I like creamy ales. Um, the um, Pilsner's all right. I don't think it's as terrible as you think it is. It's just, it's just not that amazing to me. Like, compa- like the double IPA is like a ten, and the Pilsner is like a one or a zero. <laughs> it's not that bad, man. It's like a it's like, well, okay. It's like a five. Well, I don't even know if it's that high. I think four would probably be the highest I would go on it because it's obviously better. Like I'd say a zero would be like Nat Ice or Keystone or any four. Like most forties are zeros. Like there are a couple good forties, but they're only like maybe a one or a two. Why are we drinking forties? Is it nineteen eighties in LA? Are we cruising down the street and not six? No, we're eighteen years old and we have to be efficient with our alcohol, <laughs> and so we need as much as possible for as little as possible. We'll be playing. Well, you know, well, you, when you're eighteen, you pay like a homeless dude to like buy you forty. Yeah, you, you pay you pay uh shitty Pete to come like yeah you everyone like when you're that young everyone's got a friend that's like older that mm. would be like uh, I don't give a damn I'll give you alcohol and break the law yeah you you kid want a shot I'm the cool guy you come you guys come up here and drink all you want I felt like take I, your pants <laughs> off so it's like you always have to pay them too because it's like if they're not benefiting they're not gonna do it so. Unless they're just like drunk, probably. It's, that happens more often than you think it does. It does. <laughs> I remember I was at a concert when I was young, and like the people were like, "Yo, you want me to buy beer?" And I was like, "Hell yeah!" But then my brother was like, "Nah." <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> like that's how that's how different me and him are. He's like, "Nah, I'm good." I'm like, "Man, it's." just a beer bro like it's not that big of a deal but i was probably like 14 so (laughs) So he probably had a point (laughs) yeah yeah you shouldn't be should be buying beer places when you're 14 what is come on man this is whatever particular was that that a concert and the dude was like partying oh snap concert time what concert was it um johnny lang Oh, I don't, I don't, I don't. he's like a rock and country dude. It sounds like it. Name one of his songs. Name one of his songs. Yes, that I people would be. All I remember is that he would play with barefoot. Would he play with his feet, like the guitar, like with his barefoot <laughs> foot? Probably. I don't even remember. That was a long time <laughs> he ago. He holds the guitar and sticks his foot. Like, That'd be pretty cool. 
There's probably some dude with no arms that does that. That's because I guarantee you, I've seen that. <laughs> I have mixed feelings about that. <laughs> like it's cool, but also it would be kind of scary, and also it would be sad. But also it would be really cool though. What the I saw is the dude lays it flat on the ground. Oh. Uh, no, you can't like. <laughs> Well, I was thinking like you hold the you guitar and then you like legs. stick one foot and like, <laughs> and like one foot comes up like this and you just like <laughs> you have like some dude just like holding it underneath you and your legs are spread. No, that that would be painful. You got it strapped around you. <laughs> you just fix one foot up and just rub it up. See, that's, I, that's I why you can't you play the exist. guitar. You got to play the cello or play the like cello the cello with your feet. <laughs> <laughs> Who did that? Or like a bass. That was a that was in something. <laughs> was it? I don't know. I just playing like a bass with your feet. Just like dun, 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 and like killing that shit, kicking the bass's ass literally. Like, I yeah. guarantee you, I've seen that somewhere. Ba boom, ba boom. He's like, and then he becomes a famous jazz musician, and then develops an alcohol problem after he gets married and goes on the road too much, and then he's gonna piss away all the money. And then he's going to end up on the casino or one of those cruises that we were trying to look up to go. Playing. Yo, <laughs> if you want an inside room for a cruise, it's only like 400 bucks a person. But tell them about the Haven. <laughs> oh, God. The Haven's like nine grand <laughs> or something like that. That shit's a fuck. You said it's like a three bedroom villa. Yeah, it's like a three bedroom villa. I think that... it's got a garden in it or something. <laughs> well, I think it has. Two balconies, three bedrooms, probably like a common room. It's just got a garage in it. Yeah, for personal jet ski access. <laughs> like, damn. Like, I've never been on a cruise. I know it's surprising. Ripley's never done something. But no, uh, Sea Barnacle Show. How are you not doing something related to Sea Barnacles? Like being on a cruise. I go shit. I've done plenty of deep sea fishing though. I've never been on a cruise and when I was looking at it and these were Norwegian uh cruise and um bro like I never been they were, I think it was saying like three thousand nine hundred and fifty people. And, uh-huh. that, and that's just the guests. Oh shit! Yeah, because you gotta think about the staff and all that included. So you're probably looking at a small town floating in the ocean. Like five thousand people is a small town. That's why when the pandemic happened and those motherfuckers got stuck out there, I think if that happens, you never go on a cruise again. I've heard and I've heard and seen nightmare stories. I think the reason why we've never done cruises, even when we were, when I was younger and with my family, was for the, these reasons that we were just like, what if it breaks down? <laughs> like, that and it's probably really exp- Like, it's, I was looking on these Norwegian, you can have up to two free guests if you buy like a certain package. So, like, obviously, you could use that for your kids or whatever. So, maybe back in, like, the early 2000s, that didn't exist. And so, maybe it was just, like, stupid expensive. But this cruise liner has, like, 10 ships or 12 ships. So, it's, like... That's a lot of ships. It's a lot of ships. So, 400, so 400 bucks for a cruise. And that's, like, that inc- that includes, like, drinks and stuff. Yo, Norwegian, hit us up because you owe us some money. 
for <laughs> advertising. Right. <laughs> but no I'm definitely considering it because some of those cruises sound dope, like the Antarctic cruise. And I don't know, man. Why? I, I just feel because like you go to no Argentina, to go like it, it goes out of Buenos Aires, oh. and Argentina is a dope country. That's pretty cool. I don't know. See some narwhals murder some penguins. <laughs> uh, speaking of uh, whales or- and yeah, shit. Yeah, orcas and like fighting seals and shit. Did you hear about that dude who got like, all, he got uh, uh, engulfed by a humpback whale? He got ate by a whale. Yeah, he was like swimming. He's like Scott. He was like uh, he was like diving, deep sea diving with a snorkel and shit. And he had his like air pack. And all of a sudden, he said it got dark and shaky and around. He was like, "What the fuck?" So this fucking humpback <laughs> whale trying to eat food like got him in there, and he was like in its mouth, and it couldn't swallow him because he was too big to go. So it ended up breaching the surface and spit him out. And if he had held his uh, breath, then he probably would have died. Because, you know, you can't go up to the surface. Well, he probably knew that if he's like the deep sea scuba snorkeler. Scuba Steve, baby. (laughs) Screw you, scuba (laughs) Steve. Or is it it damn you or screw you? Damn you, scuba Steve. Damn you, scuba Steve. Dude, that, out of all of the Adam Sandler movies, I think that one is like really like the best one. It's pretty good. But because I mean, it's not because some like Billy Madison is just like crazy stupid. But also Adam Sandler's never got eaten by a, a whale. whale. <laughs> <laughs> what would you do if you got ate by a whale and then spit out? Would you be like, oh shit? I'd probably be dead because I'd probably have held my breath or something. <laughs> the lungs would have burst open, and he would be just like shooting out a bloody loogie, like. <laughs> Because <laughs> you would explode, right? I assume, or something. Uh, like you, your brain, you could explode. Yeah, I seen saying. it on fucking what's that shit? Uh, a thousand ways to die. Bitch blew up because she didn't uh, deoxidize herself properly. That's what I'm saying. Like you don't decompress, you just die. That's crazy. At least that's a tale you can tell people. Like, yo, I got ate by a whale one time, and that bitch spit me out, and. I lived to see another day. Like, like who you scared? Nah, girl, I wasn't scared. You know, that's like the most humbling moment of your life when you're like, being you, spit out by a whale. I thought I was a shit till I got ate by a whale. <laughs> Hopefully, he like learned something and becomes like a nice, super nice guy. If he wasn't before, maybe he can like on Christmas go give different children gifts and then on Hanukkah do the same for all the little Jewish children and do the same thing for all the little African kids on Kwanzaa and then dance like a leprechaun in the middle of a park while it's raining making it rain thousands of dollars thousands like isn't that what the dream is to have that happen to to have your heart change because of a crazy situation happened to you you have to learn and grow from these i don't know if that's a mistake though but i mean you have to grow from these events and be bigger but not as big as the humpback whale that ate you well this is a pretty good show i know right so this is me ripley with an eye and switzerland monroe we'll see you muddy buddies next time <laughs> Thank <laughs> you.
Desperate hears you and Desperate understands. We want to be more in touch with the people who signed up for us because you finding someone is just as important to us. So today we're going to use a special guest to help as a sort of ambassador. Come on out today, Getty Skitty. Thank you, Desperate. My name is Getty Skitty. Welcome to my first guest is Dimitri. My name is Dimitri, and I feel nothing. Do you have questions you want to ask me about the dating making? Yes, Dimitri. How do you make love to women? As efficiently and boringly as possible, because I feel nothing, and it does matter to me not if women feels anything in the end. Question number two. What do you do with shoe and pail? I take shoe out to date, and then I bury pail in sand. Question number three. What ice cream flavor is your dog? Hmm, that is a very tricky answer. But I say, the answer to that question is hot molten rivets that you use in construction. Thank you, Dimitri and Desperate. Thank you. I hope to finding someone for a long walking on the beach, but I probably still will feel nothing. Maybe we could find nice Scandinavian woman for Dimitri. Dates with what the hell was that? That's pretty cool. 